The Luck Stops Here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right, MyBookie.ag, home of the world's largest online casino and sports and race book. Get in on the action with a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000 with promo code LSH. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. I wouldn't make that up, and we have all kinds of fun stuff over there. Last week, I gave out uh, Russian table tennis picks. I'm not sure how those played out, but if you bet them, I hope you won. Uh, I've been on a real heater myself. I've been uh, uh, hitting, I hit another uh, first touchdown. I was talking about the first touchdown props on the show last week. I hit another one on Sunday night, Josh Allen, 12 to 1. So get in on the action over at mybookie.ag. And, hey, if you're like me, you're bored, get on there and play some blackjack when you're not doing anything. It's fun. It's gambling. We do this for passion. Speaking of passion, I have a great guest this week. It's her second time on the show. So old time, one of the original guests, a longtime friend of the show here, my good friend Tamara Brown. Tamara, how you doing? Hey there. You know, I think it's actually my third time on the show because we did. Oh, or maybe that one when we did like the group. Yeah, that was that was for the Patreon, I guess. Oh, so, okay, so. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, when we did the roundtable. So yeah, you have been on multiple <clears throat> programs. It's funny. I think my brother's been on the most times because he's been on a lot of my group like preview episodes for stuff, and then mm-hmm. he's he did a few of the football previews with me, and then we've done some like uh, fantasy football stuff. So. So I thought of you earlier today because of the fact I heard that Pete Rose is starting a gambling podcast. And really? I thought, uh-oh, Bowser competition. Uh-oh, he's <laughs> moving into my space. See, I, <laughs> I hate it when famous people start podcasts. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're already famous. You don't need it. And you're just, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, he's hiring some producer. I, I do everything myself on this show. You know, we we just did some uh, sound checks before where I was trying to get my new iPad set up as the soundboard, but I don't quite have it da- dialed in yet. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm the one who figures all this stuff out. Pete Rose hires right. some kid for out of, uh, I don't know, UNLV for 13 bucks an hour or some shit. And do you do you think Pete Rose has more money than you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've done pretty well in crypto the last year. I, I think you could hire some kid out of UNLV for uh, I, I could probably for fourteen bucks an hour. <laughs> you know, I probably could turn it into a bidding war. I mean, let's, yeah. let's but no, like uh, like when Obama started his podcast with Bruce Springsteen, it's like, come on, you guys, you uh-huh. already both became as successful as you can possibly get in your chosen fields in politics and music. There is uh-huh. no reason for you. To just do victory laps on a podcast together, patting yourself on the back. I mean, I, I'm assuming that's what the show was about. Do you, do, you, do you think your listeners are splitting their time between yours and Obama and Springsteen? Yeah, yeah. The, you know, like, do you think that's taking they're, they're definitely <laughs> airtime away from you? Okay, we're definitely, we don't have the same target audience, so, you know, but it just, now Pete Rose does, so, you know, he's coming into my space, and... That's exactly what I'm saying. And so, yeah, I... You know, I'm okay with it because he's like, oh, he's only got a few years left in him. And yeah. uh, if he gets OJ on as a guest, all's forgiven. You know, like <laughs> now it's a race. Who gets OJ on their show first? Me or Pete Rose? Yeah. I don't know if I, I'll, I don't know I'll if I'd actually want. <laughs> bet, um... <laughs> you, we should, you would take we Pete should Rose? start a bit. Uh we should, uh, you know, I, I think I'd, I'd bet on the dark horse. How about this? How about this? We should start a pool for how many, yeah. how, what episode number does Pete Rose have a fellow convicted felon on the show? 
Uh, so it could well. be OJ. I mean, but there's uh-huh. other convicted felons out there in his universe. So it could be a lot. Have of you people. have you had a convicted felon on the show yet? Oh, I don't think so. If if, if anybody has, they've been hiding. They hit it from me pretty well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I no no way. I'm, I'm trying to think of the closest person I have had. My... You say that as if it's out of the realm of possibilities. <laughs> You're no. saying like, no way. Well, I mean, it's mostly been comics on here. So, I mean, it, well, te- technically, exactly. I'm a felon in Canada because I have a DUI in my 10 years from like 11 years ago. And wow. uh, Canada, it never goes off your record. You're considered a felon with the DUI, I guess. Wow. I, I, you know, maybe not every state, but a few or province, excuse me, Canadian listeners, uh, but some of the provinces, yeah, like it's uh, because I remember mm-hmm. Kinane had a story of him going up to the Calgary Comedy Festival, and them not letting him off the plane when they realized he had a DUI when he was getting like, like he was a felon when he was like, going through customs or whatever. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Those bounties, man. They uh, they they're no they're not joke. messing around. No. Nope. Yeah. No. Dudley do rides do not fuck around in this world. <laughs> And I, you know, we have any Canadian listeners. I'm not sure if I do, but if, if there is, hit me up at the podcast at gmail.com because I want to know about Canadian gambling laws. I'm kind of fascinated with that. You know, I, I know I could Google it, but you don't get a real feel for how gambling laws work in a place. Like you can read them, but then you got to talk to someone who sees the, sees how they're applied in reality. I think that you're only allowed to bet on hockey in Canada. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's the way the laws work. There's no betting on any other sport. Not not Canadian Football League, even. Mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> uh, the Canadian Football League's hilarious because, like, you'll get a you'll get a felony on your record, and you won't be able to get off the plane in Canada. <laughs> I swear, like, there's only like six or seven different mascots in like a 2014 Canadian Football League. Like, there's like six teams named the Bearcats. And then there's, <laughs> there's like two Rough Riders, like like they're not very original with their team names. <laughs> the, the 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 Moose Manglers, <laughs> okay, well, fake Canadian Football League team names go. Oh <laughs> uh, well, my my Canadian football team is the Ed, Edmonton Elks. I think that's a uh-huh. cool one. I, I I'm a sucker for alliteration. That's a that's a real one though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a fake. No, I'm oh, saying fake. make make one up. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the Hamilton, uh, let me think. Oh, that's actual hockey team. Hold on. Okay. Like, it's funny. Cause you think you can make Canadian jokes and you realize they already do it. To this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Montreal poutines. There we go. I like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> like the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's like actually a, a hockey team. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how the the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA were originally the Vancouver Grizzlies. It makes sense. There's oh, grizzly I... bears in British Columbia. Then they moved to Memphis and keep the name. And it's like, it, like the NBA is just littered with teams that moved and kept the name from their home. Right. Like the, the Lakers, Lakers, the Clippers, because yeah. they're originally yeah. San. Uh, what's the other one? The oh, uh, not the Rockets. Uh, the Utah Jazz. Right. Right. Oh, I just thought of a good one for Canadian Football League. The Calgary Celine Dion's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. the Vancouver Bob and Doug McKenzie's. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The old Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, uh, Canadian strange oh. brew characters from Second oh, City. Okay, 
<laughs> from SCTV. They had a movie, Strange Brew. Oh, really, yeah. One of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, the new. <laughs> um, um, the new Brunswick Moose Wranglers. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I didn't. That one I never realized real. how. Yeah, it does kind of sound real. I didn't realize how big moose were until I watched the video of like. I saw like a video on Twitter going around of like two moose fighting in a. Or are they meese? Is that, mm. is that moose? Moose. What's moose? Moose what's is plural? singular, singular and plural. Okay, okay. I, I think believe. it'd be funny if it was meese. Uh huh. <laughs> but like, I saw a moose fight, and then you realize like they're the size of like a fucking SUV, like yeah. a big one. And, and I, caribou too. Yeah, they're fucking huge. And like, I always just thought they were kind of like oh, a little bit bigger than a deer, but they're like way they're huge and like i have a cousin from alaska and she was uh, always saying i like no you know sometimes you're like three hours late to work because there's a moose on the road and it won't get out of the way and i'm just like how the <laughs> fuck is that even possible like i get that there's these desolate two lane ho- highways all over alaska it's like you should be able to get her. and then you look you're like oh no yeah you wouldn't be able to get around that moose. <laughs> like there's no way. i want to go to alaska so bad that's like my first if somebody were like anywhere in the world you get a ticket and I'll, you can go anywhere in the world i'm first i'd say alaska alaska that's a, yeah that's a good one i would like to i've always wanted to go up there too especially since i have family um i would probably do australia okay uh because i've only been to the equate like well no, I haven't been to the equator. I, I've only, further south I've been is Panama. So I'd like You've to been go to Panama. Yeah, yeah, fancy guy. Do you have a DUI in Panama? No, I know. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I was only in Panama for like a couple days. Like I was on a cruise, and we went to Panama Canal and stuff. So like you spend mm. like a day or two like out on the canal, like out on the oh, lake. I see. But then I went into Panama City for like an afternoon, and it was really cool because like as a sports gambler. They had like in the like, little harbor area there. There's all these like grass hut sports books, and like little oh. like bars. So it's like and they have like uh-huh. like so like when I was going, it was like during the Red Sox 2004 playoff uh, World Series run. Oh, wow. So it's like you oh. like yeah you go and like watch these World Series games or whatever at this fucking grass hut sports book bar in this tropical setting. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Do you ever watch old games? Like somebody, a friend of mine posted something that was like it was like game three of of the uh of the 2004 playoffs it was like red sox cardinals uh, and i i watched almost the whole thing do you ever do that yeah there's a bunch on youtube i like watching old 70s playoff games like i watched basically the entire seven game series from 1979 of pittsburgh versus baltimore where baltimore blew a three to one lead <laughs> and that was pretty awesome. <laughs> like, like when people tell me they think baseball is too boring, I'm like, dude, not only do I not think it's boring, I watch games that are 20 yeah. years, 20 I, years old. It's like when people tell me baseball is boring, I go, fuck you. I also watch golf. <laughs> boring. <laughs> I just signed up this weekend for the ESPN Plus uh, package. It's like only like seven bucks a month. But I get like way more college football games, which I like because I like to bet on some of these really random ones. And it sucks if I bet on it and I can't watch it at home. I got to go to and like a lot of these games are so random. The casino would even put it on in the sports. But, you know, it's like <laughs> wow. so like I was watching like Furman versus Wolford the other day. <laughs> like just what is what, what like, is that? Like, like like East Coast, like like fancy school, like Furman. 
and and Wolford was another one. Like, uh, what's the sport? Football. Oh, oh, okay. But then I started watching Harvard versus Yale and field hockey because I'm like, oh, that's on there. I might as well, you know, see what they got going over here. Last night I watched some of the Syracuse uh, soccer game because it's just like. Because I have it on my, I have the app on my iPad, and uh, so I'll just sit there and like if I I'll have a, a, a real game that I'm watching on TV, well then I'll flip around and see what's going on all this weird shit on ESPN Plus on the iPad. It's kind of you're gonna catch uh, my nephew's uh, community college soccer team one day and not uh, even know it. For sure, that's gonna end up happening. <laughs> like if they ever make the quarterfinals of the nationals, I will 100% be watching that. Like <laughs> it's it's funny though because it's like like I started like the more I start getting into these different gambling apps and stuff, you start realizing it's like, Oh wait, British soccer start. It's like this London game this last week in the NFL. They, there's another one coming up this week. So it starts at like six thirty AM. And then I realized, wait, every week there's British soccer to bet on at 6 AM. <laughs> Why haven't I been doing this all along? I get up early already. I, might, I could have some action right away. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, and then, uh, like, there was a point there where I figured out French rugby starts at, like, 3, 4 a.m. our time. So, if I was, like, on a fucking bender, it's like, all right, I just got to make it to, like, 3.30 and I can start betting <laughs> French rugby. Get my get my, my French, uh, what was it? Rugby. Badminton? Rugby? French rugby bets in and, and then go to bed. Yeah, pass out before the thing, like, even starts. <laughs> like, but it's, like, the, the, the anticipation. Sometimes I've done that, and then you wake up in the morning, and you're like, oh, did I win or lose? And you're like, oh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I do it for fun. You know, I'm not, like, trying to be, like, a career. People ask me, like, how much do you bet? How much do you win? It's like, it doesn't really matter. I'm just in it to have as much action as possible, you know? I'm like, I have, like, 27 fantasy football lineups this year. <laughs> so it's like wow. almost every play on the NFL on Sundays, it affects me somehow in some way somewhere. Like, it's... <laughs> It's pretty hilarious. That's that's a lot to keep track of. Yeah, I really don't keep track of most. I have like the two main ones I keep track of. And then each week I look at what because I'm doing it's best ball. So it doesn't really I'm not like doing a head to head or it's just most points at the end of the season. So right now I'm I'm doing pretty good in a few of these. But it's like and a few weeks I'll have an idea of which ones I actually have a chance to win money in because anything can happen. You know, there's a lot of mm. what, 11 games left, 12 games left. Yeah. Have you watched Squid Game? No, I don't have my Netflix uh, active right now. I haven't had it active in a while, actually. Mm, okay. Because um, I mostly watch sports the, or HBO Max. Okay. They, uh, the the main character is a gambler. Oh, okay. Well, I'm already interested. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, I've said this on the show before. I really think they never accurately portray gamblers and gambling in in like media. Uh-huh. Like, they don't, like, ever, I don't know. It's, like, uh, a good example of that for me was... Like, uh, you don't own a fedora and a trench coat, for example. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, that, but, like, also just, like... Or do you? Well, of course I do. No, I don't have a fedora, but I think I have a trench coat somewhere. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a former flasher. <laughs> I used to live by the school for the blind, Tamara. <laughs> right. Of course oh. I have a trench coat. <laughs> um um, I, uh, I saw, um, Chappelle at the Hollywood bowl, um, last week, which by the way, I don't see how anyone could claim somebody's canceled if they sell out the, the Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, for that. That. But, um, but, 
Stevie Wonder made an appearance and he did this weird rant about how people make jokes about blind people and him all the time and it doesn't bother him. And so, you know, like cancel culture's out of control. People are too sensitive. And I'm just like, what the hell, man? What put him on? So like, he didn't sing, he didn't sing, didn't play piano. He went on a weird rant against cancel culture. So was <laughs> I was a... like, what the hell is this? I saw somebody on Twitter post something really interesting about all of it, where it's like the, the reason why it's like these super successful rich people uh that rail about cancel culture is because like especially comedians is like you have like a struggle on the way up so you have stuff to complain about but once Mm -hmm. you get to like you're rich and you don't really like that's what do you very much so very much so i i was about to tweet today but then i decided not to i was like uh uh, nobody can take a joke anymore says people who can't take criticism (laughs) yeah i mean that's exactly what it is and most comics are pretty sensitive about taking criticism it's it's really funny like when it comes out too because like if you're only just trying to help people like improve what they're doing like i'm I'm not saying like like heckler yelling at the comic but if you're also a comic and you're just like hey you know maybe if you do this they they get you know offended by it and it's yeah it's like hey it might work like yeah I mean, there's, but you know, there's a large segment of people telling Dave Chappelle that what he said is not okay. But I mean, that's not new. I mean, look, yeah. at people. George Carlin had a large majority of people telling him what he said was not okay. Yeah, like, look at Carlin. And yeah. I'm not, and I'm not comparing the two because you know, one side was trying to fight against. Uh, uh, anyway, but what I'm saying is like disagreeing with a comedian's point of view is nothing new but but this fear of cancel culture i feel like the fear of cancel culture is far more out of control than cancel culture itself and so like anytime anybody disagrees with anybody it's like you're trying to cancel me absolutely and i I just don't like what you're saying i could not put that any better myself because like i i've said this a few times now or it's just like no one ever gets canceled. Like the one guy I used to say, actually, okay, you could say got canceled is Cosby, but then he got released from prison as touring soon. So I don't know how you could say he got canceled. Like, yeah. And it's just like, like, look at the uh, the guy that got fired from SNL. What's his name? Shane Gillis. Where it's like now yeah. he's got one of the biggest Patreons on the planet. Like he makes way more off that than he ever would have off SNL. And like, it's. I don't. Did he get fired off SNL I think he like got oh, he got he, hired he, like, and then never started got a, an audition or something and then that all that came out and no whatever. he got hi- he was hired but Did he, he never get hired okay they announced okay. him as one of the new people for that season and... well and the point is I wouldn't have known I no, I neither of us would have known his name if that yeah canceling quote didn't happen to him so <laughs> it's like <laughs> exactly you yeah know, no it, I actually he, quote canceled only helped his career i actually tweeted here because this is will tie into a local story. well actually it's a huge national story but raiders coach john gruden getting fired you saw this right yes yes so so like i and I, I tweeted this just a little while ago and so let's see what did i but i was basically saying how give it a few days john gruden will have a big money patreon oh no john gruden about to have a big money patreon any day because like that's what happens like Oh, you get busted for saying some stupid racist shit or whatever. All right. Uh, now a bunch of racists will fucking pay you on Patreon or, or mm-hmm. your YouTube chip jar or whatever just to keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. And so, like, I don't, I'm not condoning it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending it by any means. Yeah. It's like, 
Yeah. It just, it is what it is. Like, you don't get canceled. You just get a new audience. Yes. You get a new audience. And, like, by saying that, like, I'm not siding with the horrible emails that he, you know, I'm not in yeah, any way no, yeah. defending or condoning it. I'm just saying that, like, nobody is canceled. You know, and the only people that actually are canceled, like Harvey Weinstein, like, uh, pe- you know, are people that absolutely deserved, you know, the work to lose their career. Yeah, I mean, let, let, let's talk about, like, Roman Polanski can't go accept his Oscars because he'll be facing felony charges the second he lands in fucking the United States. Like that, I mean, that shows you how no one gets canceled. You just got to move to France. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's so funny. Like, uh, no, what was the one you just mentioned to, uh, Harvey, dude, Harvey Weinstein, Jen made a joke about him on Facebook recently and they fucking, uh, suspended her account. Yeah. For, Uh uh, for, uh, body shaming Harvey Weinstein. She body shamed Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. And- yeah, it got a Facebook man. <laughs> like, like, what the fucking? Please shit? do not body shame rapists. Yeah, like, please. Yeah, please. yeah like, how dare that man used to masturbate and fern plants in front of people in interviews? How dare you body dare shame you? Like, dude, like, yeah, I mean. Apologize to his penis, Jen. (laughs) Say you're sorry. Um, No, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess that's true. Like if you if you feel that body shaming is wrong, you feel that it's wrong, no matter whether it's against, you know, anybody, a good person or a bad person or whatever. I mean, that's still hilarious. But like, yeah, yeah, no, you know. It's, it's just funny to start drawing the fact that the algorithm picked that up and yeah, like I, clearly mistakenly picked up one part and not the other. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like what are what are we really coming to? And like with the John Gruden thing, I've seen a lot of people kind of defending him on not so much defending him, but going like, "Come on, some of these emails are from ten years ago." It's like, yeah, some of them are from ten years ago, and they went up until three years ago. It's a seven-year run. It's it's not like he said one thing ten years ago. It's he hammered it for seven years straight. <laughs> I think that's more the issue here. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's just really funny because, like, she, she like I was watching the Monday Night Football game in the living room last night, and she was in the bedroom, and she just yells like, "T!" Like the the game cuts to like a, from the like the live feed of the game to a in studio reporter breaking the news on John Gruden's firing, and right when she goes. TMZ's reporting John Gruden. I'm all. I'm just seeing the news right now. This is insane. But Decker sent me a screenshot from that New York Times article, and the funniest part of it, because I, I got, I want to know what he said about Caitlyn Jenner and like Michael Sam, the first uh, drafted guy to be dra- openly gay player to be drafted yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I want to know said what he had to he say. He doesn't like women referees. Yeah, yeah. He- like he said a bunch <laughs> of horrible shit. But the one thing I thought was like, hilarious. It's, it's like it's like he hit. It's not you know. He hit multiple groups. He he said racist things. He said homophobic things. Yeah, he misogynistic things. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he called. Okay, he called uh, uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell a bundle of sticks. If you know what I mean. And, and okay, outside Wait, of that, I don't. I don't know what he means. Well, the, the definition. Uh, Bundle of six, uh, there's a word for that. It's also a very derogatory term for homosexuals. So they're used to, uh, it's that's a whole thing. It's dark ages. Oh, it's where the word comes that's from. Yeah, what that's called. Yeah, the beep. Uh, yeah, that's technically what, because that was the bundle of six they would use to burn homosexuals at the stake with. <gasps> and they would make them drag them behind them. 
so that's shit. that's why they would call them flamers uh you know the other f word you know all that I don't wanna... oh fuck i didn't know any of that yeah it, like a lot of these slurs are way more grim and dark and when you realize that it's like oh fuck like i thought it was kind of a funny word sometimes but it's like no but uh no, the thing that, that Gruden said that made me laugh really fucking hard is he called Commissioner Roger Goodell, in addition to that, a, clue, oh, was it, a clueless anti-football pussy. And, that, that, and, like, and I bet he thinks the most offensive part of that is saying anti-football. Yeah, yeah that's like the real slam. <laughs> a clueless anti-football pussy. I was actually talking to my boss about that today, and he's like, that's my fantasy team name for next year. <laughs> The Calgary clueless anti football pussies. <laughs> <laughs> but no, why, why, watch uh, Fox News hire him or some shit. You know, like oh, like, absolutely. He's he's getting a show on Fox or Newsmax or something. Yeah, because he. I mean, he, he, no lie, he was same with Kurt Schilling on Sunday Night Baseball. John Gruden was great announcing on Monday Night Football. Just, I mean, sometimes these assholes are very good calling sports on a microphone as long as they don't have to say that other shit. You know, like. <laughs> Like, Kurt Schilling was amazing calling Sunday Night Football, and it sucks that he's such a big asshole that he can't even hold that uh-huh. job down. Like, <clears throat> I don't like the guy at all. He blocked me on Twitter and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. You think Trevor Bauer would be a good uh, um, announcer? I mean, probably. You know what bumps me <laughs> out most about Trevor Bauer is he's a UCLA guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm he, sorry about that. Yeah, he was on that really good UCLA team in the early, mid-2000s, like, 10s or whatever. And, like, it's like, oh, fuck. He wasn't on the national championship team in 14, though, so. But, yeah, that, that kind of bums me out because he's a fucking horrible piece of shit. I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of those ones where it's like, man, I just, like, at least have one redeeming quality. But he can't, yeah. he can't even do that right. It's like, and it's like, the only thing that separates, like, him and, like, the racist guys that I went to high school with that are on Facebook are basically just, like, the fact that he can throw the ball really hard. <laughs> like that yeah. that's it he has no yeah. other real skill in life beyond that absolutely absolutely and i mean clearly no skill for like you know logic or reasoning because it's like okay if you want to maintain your place in sports history why don't you keep your views to yourself you yeah. know like maybe the smart thing to do if, if you're gonna think these awful things just don't tweet about them you know cool. and then you'd be fine. <laughs> Have you seen that meme where it's that one person saying like, I'm being censored for my conservative views. And they're like, oh, what? Like, uh, like lower taxes? No, not those. It's like, oh, what? Like, uh, more deregulation? <laughs> no, not no, those. No, not those. You yep. know which ones. Which ones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, I have seen that one. Like, it's it, like they nail it on that because it's just like, yeah, I know. Are, are you really into budget, you know, uh, you know, slashing the budget, you know, deregulating everything and lowering taxes and all that? Is that mm-hmm. is, oh, you're not. Well, that's weird. That's, <laughs> it seems to be what conservatism is like fundamentally based on. Like, like yeah, it's just it's just so fucking funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to give a quick shout out to for the local uh, one of my local spots real quick, because I haven't done this. In, or I've been doing this more and more lately, but. I uh, went down to the Arizona Charlie's, one of my favorite casinos locally, and I'm in their weekly NFL pick'em contest. So I got to go down there at least once a week and fill out my card and turn it in there. Mm-hmm. And last week I stopped by early in the morning. <laughs> uh, the plumbing was out of my house, and so, like they're repairing in the con- the complex. 
So I had to go down to uh, the casino to take a dump in the morning. Like I mean, I was like, I had a really bad stomach ache. I just had to go down. Okay. Like, and it's a real that's a real degen move, by the way. You know, or it's like mm-hmm. I know the good bath. Like it wasn't just I have to go to a, find a casino go to use the bathroom. <laughs> I know which bathroom. I have to go turn in my chips. <laughs> I know which casino, which bathroom, which is the good one. Like there's multiple bathrooms on the one. I knew which was the good. It's like, wow, I go here way too much. But uh, I was in there Saturday afternoon, and they got a PT's Express. Now, PT's is a bar chain. There's, like, PT's Gold, PT's Ranch, PT's Pub. They have all kinds of different locations all over the Vegas Valley here. They're great. And they have a PT's Express in the Arizona Charlies, which is, like, just a little takeout window that has, like, not even, I don't even think the full menu, but most of it. But they have Mm -hmm. these great little uh, hot dog slider uh, all kinds of what was the other one like chicken tender package they have these really cool football specials that are available thursday through monday so if you are in the las vegas area this football season head over to arizona charlie's they hook you up and uh like they do they that's one of the few places that you'll get a lot of free drinks for barely playing any games so go to arizona charlie's take advantage of the, the game day specials and uh yeah that's my local plug for this week nice yeah. I don't have any local beefs because I've also been having some local beefs and I've been airing those out, but I don't have any local beefs this week. Can I tell you about um, the most hilarious thing I saw on my last trip to Vegas? Yeah, that's right. Because you were telling me you saw something to some show <laughs> oh or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so my uncle stayed at the Wynn and um, I had never been into the Wynn because that is, you know, too rich for my blood. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, Vegas, it, because of like Area 15 and all these like immersive uh, art art ex, uh, experiment, experiments are, are popping up everywhere, the success of Area 15 and, and Omega Mart and things like that. So like all the hotels are starting to do these type of like weird shows and stuff. So the Wynn <clears throat> has this thing called Lake of Dreams. And they first of all the win is beautiful and i was i did enjoy going uh, to their 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 uh bar that's called umbrella up and Bre- umbrella down the uh, the upper part is umbrella up and the lower part is umbrella down and it's like got this almost alice in wonderland like kind oh, of very cool. color colorful um vibe to it i still it's, haven't it's not... been in there yet yeah and i need to set up an yeah. account with their sports book so i'll go check yeah it's soon. not alice in wonderland i'm just saying that's sort of like the whimsical like colorful um umbrella design that's in there um <clears throat> so you go out to this lake of dreams show which of course is free um and i had no idea what it was i saw a couple clips on youtube um so this so is like a free very... show, one of those like free show things that's like it's if you're just walking yes. around, it, it'll happen. In the, like kind of like the, the circus every performer. Hour. Yeah, like the circus performers at Circus Circus kind of thing. Yes, okay. exactly. It, hap- it happens every hour. So I went out there for the first one. Not sure what it was, but like it's it's nice out there. You can kind of like go out on this little balcony. It's cooler out there. And there is this this whole lake area. So um, what was the fr- OK, hold on. Let me. Oh, so the first one um you see these two little like white balls floating in the lake. Uh-huh. And so, um, so the screen comes, there's like a big screen. So the lights come up and these two little white balls turn into emojis, emoji, happy faces. And they turn into Sonny and Cher emerge emoji faces. <laughs> and they start playing 
bum, 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 bum. They say are young and we don't know, won't find out until we grow. And so they, so these two little emoji sunny chairs okay. sing, I'm, I've I'm got I'm you, with babe. This big time. <laughs> And then there's this like text conversation going on on the screen behind it. And it's like, what, what, what are they saying? This, this story about emojis and Sunny and Cher. So it's only like, it lasts like three minutes and then it just, it stops, it's done. And so I was like, oh my God, that was so weird and amazing. And I'm like, what the hell is the next one? So I go, I was like, I gotta, I gotta see the next one. So we wait for, you know, another hour goes by and then it's time for the next one. So this time I was like, is it going to be the same one? I think there was something I, cause what I saw on YouTube, I thought it was going to be one like hour long show that was going to have all of these different parts to it. Okay. So the next hour, the screen comes on and there's um, these like astronauts floating and, and, ground control to major tom <laughs> starts and then there's these astronauts floating around uh, and they're and they're black so it's kind of i was like is the message that like we need more diversity in in the space program like what is what it was just such a like weird i mean it's beautiful but also like weird um sort of uh there was like no point to these, I guess yeah, is what yeah. I found it's, so funny about it. It's so just then, completely like, it's like just someone was like really fucked up one night and like, all right, I'm going to put this PowerPoint together for the floating <laughs> balls with the emojis yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Like how many, how many things can we, how many things can we throw into one thing at all? It, it, like how many <laughs> P elements can we throw into one presentation that has nothing to do in any of these elements have anything you to know do what it kind of reminds me of is like when you hear these horror stories of people getting network notes on stuff or it's uh, just like the network will be like you know you should make this take place in a instead of at a bar you know at a daycare center and like they completely want to change this like and like and it's just like when you have like that focus group energy coming into like a performance thing yeah. like that, and there's just way too <laughs> yes. many people making calls yeah. on it, way too yeah. many cooks in the kitchen. So you know, uh, why are the astronauts white? Okay, good call. No, good note. We will change that. Um, <clears throat> so then I was like, okay, I got to see the next one, um, and I, I feel like I'm missing. I think there was another. I feel like I'm forgetting one, but the last one. Let's skip ahead to the last one. So I was like. I have to stay every hour. I have to keep yeah, watching yeah, these shows yeah, 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 yeah. until it ends. At, like the last show was 11 o'clock. So the so very it's like last you kill it one. an hour in between each one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh, 100%. that's classic. My, meanwhile, my mom and my uncle are just in the casino, happy as clams. They just, my, my uncle plays video poker. My mom plays uh, penny slots and she, they're just, they can stay, they can, they're just, they're at a machine. They're fine. Um, so, <laughs> So um, this last one was you see the two like little balls floating in the lake again. So the lights come up and those two little balls turn into eyeballs and you hear the song. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes. Now, is it off the of Frankie you. Valley version or the, like the Lauren Hill version? No, these are all covers. Okay. These are all covers. Like Muzak like covers kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wynn, Wynn could not afford. Uh, I don't think Steve Wynn could afford the rights uh, to the actual music. Scott Bowser. He couldn't. <laughs> I think he could afford. Dude, his golf course is 450 bucks a round. He could afford fucking anything. <laughs> Mm. 
you know, you cut corners when you can. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you got to so, keep those greens up. <laughs> so, so then these eyeballs are like looking around and glancing around. You're just too can't keep my eyes off of you. You'd be like having to touch. And so then you see this like little thing, um, like a shark fin comes up in the water and the shark fin starts swimming around the eyeballs. And you're like, oh my God, what, <laughs> what is about to happen? And so that it starts building up, you know, the song, like, yeah. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Lights down, and that's it. It just ends. Oh my god! They go the like, they go so, Sopranos finale on it. Nothing happened. Oh my god! That's even more horrifying. I I was like I stand up and applaud like what <laughs> what the hell was that oh i gotta go take mushrooms and go to that yeah it was that I, is I, something i definitely have in my near future that is that sounds amazing yeah the the win the whole win experience i felt would be fantastic on mushrooms and and like you they they tell you like on the website and stuff like oh if you want to watch the lake of dreams show you have to get seats at their steakhouse or you have to be in their bar but actually the best way to see it is in the like reception area where you check in like if you're staying at the hotel and you like uh -huh. check in at the front desk that's where you go there's a little balcony out there and that's where you get a great view for free oh man that sounds amazing have you ever seen like, it kind of reminds me of <laughs> kind of random but have you ever seen kingpin the woody harrelson randy quaid the i've old... seen parts of it i've actually never seen the Bo whole thing well like the end they go to the bowling finals in reno and they're hanging out at this casino and they have like this lounge show going but it's like like an ice capades lounge show and it's the jeffersons on ice and i always thought that's like the funniest fucking thing to randomly yeah. just walk to a casino and it's like oh they're in act two of the jeffersons on ice over there yeah <laughs> but this sounds even better because you get to go every hour and they're going to throw a different wild card at you each time so yeah from sunny and share to eyeballs and a shark like i mean that's that's taking some leaps right there like <laughs> That's insane. No, oh, God, like that, that's just so funny to me. Like, oh man, it's yeah, weird though. One so of my many. Oh, and then the um, I this trip too. I also discovered the um, the cigarette uh, in the Cosmopolitan. There, they have these old, and I think they're ever. I think there's other locations too, but I know in the Cosmopolitan they have the old uh cigarette dispenser machines. You yeah, know, I think they have them in Planet Hollywood too, if I'm not mistaken. But instead of cigarettes, they dispense art. They dispense art by local artists. So you oh. put in five dollars, and you can vend vend a little piece of art. And I thought that was really really cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've been to the Cosmopolitan yet. Maybe one night when I was hammered. I actually spent a lot of time in the strip a few weeks ago um, when the gambling podcast guys were in town for the week one of NFL. Mm -hmm. And what I figured out is uh, I can always park for free at Treasure Island. Mm, great. And so, yeah, I know I have a good free parking over there. And I think the win has free parking, too, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't get how... Like if, I thought all of them did. I thought they no. was free parking. And some of them do for locals only, which isn't a problem for me. But it's like it's weird to me. It's like you would think if you're one of those spots, you would be trying to. I mean, I, mean, I, I get it. They cater to tourists, but it's not going to hurt you to have local business. Like, right. That's why I really like the local spots near me because it's like that's all they're built on. Like the only people that stay in those hotels are people in town for like business conferences or their work's putting them up there kind of thing. Usually, like yeah. 
And, you know, I went to the movie theater at the one near me uh, for the first time. And I'm like, me and Jen were like, how the fuck have we not been doing this, like, at least once a month? Like, movie theater there is incredible. The Suncoast well, Hotel. Because movie theaters haven't been <laughs> open. Yeah, well, uh, part of that. Yeah. But, like, just outside of that, because, like, uh, they have these fat recliner chairs and these little trays that fold out in front of you. <sighs> okay. I just got into an argument with my boyfriend about this because... <laughs> I don't like the movie theaters with recliners chairs like that because I don't want to be in a room with strangers who are that like comfy. Like I, I don't want to sleep with strangers like that. I get it. But this the way they got it socially distanced now, it's pretty nice because you don't even see anybody around you. And uh, you get these little uh, like, I don't know, it's got the cup holder on the tray. That's what I really like. because I wasn't reclining too hard, but having that cup holder with the tray. So I had like. Because I had a shot of whiskey that I got there and then a beer. So I could put the beer in the cup holder, the whiskey on the tray, and then my <laughs> snacks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thing. I'm the tray sounds great. I just like the, the whole reclining thing and your feet up. I'm just like, I don't like looking at strangers in a room that relaxed. Like, it's like, I feel like we're all taking a nap together. Hey, it just funny feels weird. You look over and someone's got like one of those like little books, like a book light, like and they're reading a book with like reading glasses <laughs> and, like with like a little like stocking cap yeah, on. Somebody's got like cold cream on their face. Yeah. They're like getting ready to go to bed and they're like, that'd be pretty yeah. funny. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you, but I gotta say this was a, a fantastic experience. I went for many saints in Newark, which was, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I just did a recap episode of that. So that was a lot of fun. If you haven't heard it yet, I suggest going back and listening to it. So it's good stuff. My friend Tom Beecher and I get into uh, Sopranos lore, one of our favorite shows ever. Um, I don't know if you heard about this recently, Vegas news, but somebody jumped off the strat. <gasps> no. Yeah. And apparently it happens way more often than it. And then you'd think, and the only reason why I bring this how, up. How, how could they? Well, it, when there's a will, there's a way, you know, you're that high up. You can figure out how to do something. Um, I, but, I, yeah, I've just, I've been up there and I'm trying to like, everything is so encased in, I, I just don't even know how somebody would do that. Well, it That's shows you how much though. the security guards give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but so it's like, but here's okay. Here's the part that I thought was kind of funny because Jen works there now, and all oh, right. And uh, one of her coworkers was like, "Well, they must have fallen off the rides. No one would jump off there. Like, like, like she couldn't grasp the fact that someone would jump off the, the strat. Like she was just like, well, one of the rides must have malfunctioned. That that must be what that is. But so like she she doesn't think anybody would commit suicide. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like or or, or <laughs> yeah, could yeah. yeah. That's that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Like, um, like, but what I, I found interesting is I've been kind of since since that happened, I've been kind of like reading all these like stories because I've been getting they've been getting suggested to me in my searches of like casino people that die at casinos and casino deaths and stuff. And one thing I uncovered that I found fascinating is if someone dies in a casino, one because you have to have like a two week you know, if it happens in a room. You have to have like a two week quarantine on that room. So they get like like someone like like security or someone in security to drag them out of the room and say it happened in the hallway so they don't have to fucking court like they don't have so to So they don't have to lose a room for, for two, two weeks? Yes. 
So that happens like a lot. And also, oh my gosh. And also, here's what, here's what, like, what really kind of blew my mind on it is like, um, they only let one employee go into the room at any, you know, like they know there's a dead body in there. They only let one employee of the casino go in there or deal with it or do any of that at all. Because when the cops come to ask questions, they only want one person speaking to the cops. They don't want to have a like, bunch of people different getting interviewed. So they just only let one person around the body. But yeah, so it, there's, a, there's some weird death protocols <laughs> in casinos. Well, I hope Narcan is part of it. I mean, at least I hope they send them in there with, with uh, Narcan. Oh, I did. you just reminded me. I was going to do an online training for that last night, and I totally forgot about it. Yeah, it's important. I mean, we we hand them out. I do a lot of homeless outreach now, and so, like, it's really important to, like, hand them out to. There's, there's often, like, a leader of the encampment, and so making sure that they have Narcan on hand. Yeah, because it's it's wild. Saves lives. Like, yeah, it's wild with like just I mean, I mean just in general like with all that fentanyl poisoning and stuff out there right now, it's fucking crazy. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm glad my party days are are in my rear view for the most part. I mean, yeah, I still have a few pops and smoke my my chiba, but outside of that, like I, I occasional <laughs> mushroom trip, but I don't really need much more than that. Like chiba. Yeah. Chiba. Yeah. I don't. Familiar with that word? You ever heard of Chiba? Dude, there was a great uh, Tone Loke song back in the day of uh, smoking the Chiba Chiba. So my boyfriend is a lot younger than me, and he doesn't. I I asked I I um I said like, oh, are you gonna go get some pot? And he's like, pot? He's like, I I have I have pots. And I was like, no, I'm talking about marijuana. And he, he's like. Oh, weed. Like he was like, how he was, he says that pot is for old, like his, he says that his generation doesn't say pot. They say weed. <laughs> like, That's it. I don't, I think that might be more of a regional thing. I think pot's I pretty universal. Yeah. Like, I would think, I mean, I think pot's pretty universal too. I mean, pot, I mean, weed, there's so many words. There's so many words for it. Classic, and he's from LA. It's just, okay. I don't know. Classic parody shirt with like the uh, the UPS United Pot Smokers. Come on, that never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Always like. I think uh, my mom calls it Mary Jane. Oh, like I feel like that's an old old person. I would <laughs> say Reefer is the old person one. Oh, uh, Reefer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the mo the more cryptic terms for it, I feel like are the old people who like don't realize that it's legal. Well, they like, still think that they have to talk in in code. Well, uh, a lot of places now won't use marijuana, say marijuana, or put marijuana because it has like, uh, it was originally called marijuana to paint the Hispanic community in a ba bad light. That's why they gave ah. like, gave cannabis a Spanish the, the Spanish name, and so, um, like we went through a whole thing at my work where we changed the packaging to say where it said this is a marijuana product to this is a cannabis product. And we went like it was like okay, get rid of all those old jars. You're have... you're canceling. Oh, so you're canceling the word marijuana? Yep. Is that it, Scott? You're the, canceling. The word marijuana had it coming for a long time. It's time to cancel that. Uh, but I mean, I'll say this: medical marijuana does have a nice ring to it. I mean, medical cannabis works the same. Yeah. And I think recreational yeah. cannabis sounds much better. So. I, I like the idea that like conservatives who just 
start supporting everything that gets canceled. Like now they become like some some like evangelicals become huge potheads just because they heard that marijuana was canceled. <laughs> See, that might be the ticket to get these people to like figure it out. I don't know, figure it out to a degree because then they they all start getting high and then also it's like, hey man, like why are we so mad all the time? Like, <laughs> man, we should just be hanging out. Like, not that there's not already a lot of Republicans that smoke pot, but oh, yeah. you know. The evangelicals, I think it's time for them to yeah, get on board. I, I One of the old dispensaries I worked at was actually a Rastafarian ministry. So uh, weed churches have been a thing for a while. I mean, they, well, sure. Rastafarian. Yeah. But I mean, the the, the right I'm saying the right charismatic grifter could easily be like the tent, like a tent pole like preacher <laughs> tent revival, tent revival, yeah. like a. Yeah, you can like marijuana's the new snake oil. Yep, exactly. You know, instead of snake handling and all that, people get bit all over the place. It's just like, here, hit this, man. Like, <laughs> we got a bong in the back too. <laughs> but you know, I'd have to say, like, as like as an LA cliche who loves, you know, like yoga and spirituality and like any type of you know and sage and and holistic stuff if i didn't know the history of snake oil and somebody was like we have this thing and it's called snake oil i'd be like "Ooh, that sounds interesting (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as long as they're not selling it from a carpet bag i guess it could be good you know like (laughs) but you know it's funny like how people will fall like like because like i'm like I'm a sucker for a lot of like stupid stuff. But one thing I don't get is, and I've had a few friends get into this recently, but like, or a couple friends, most of my friends don't, but uh, like paying for gambling picks. I don't get this at all. Wait, what? So like, there's like all these like tout services, all these guys that claim like, I'm the guaranteed winner each week. Subscribe to my package for $9 and 99 cents this week. And I'll give you four free picks. Okay. And if you look at these guys' picks, they're always, like, the dumbest, like, most obvious picks. So it'll be, like, like a team in college football that's, like, a 35-point favorite. And they'll be like, I like them to win the game. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, they have, they're supposed to win by 35, according to the, you know. And so they always have these, like, really stupid picks. But, like, the whole thing is, like, it's a hustle and it's a grift to just, like, they're not making their money off gambling. They're making their money off of people paying them to, again, it's like, yeah. I, I would never pay some asshole money to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to listen to him instead of making my own decision. Like, I can lose my money on my own. Well, I mean, make making your own decisions, that's gambling. I mean, that, that takes out the point of gambling, I yeah. feel like. I mean, if you're just trying to make money, there are other more profitable ways well, to do it than just having somebody like give you guaranteed picks i feel like that takes out the whole point and the fun well, of it not only that it's just like to me it's, it's the snake oil of gam <laughs> of it because there's no way you can say you can guarantee you guarantee there's there's I, i've been doing this long enough where i know that like a lot of variables can happen and especially when they only give you four picks now if they were like here's my 20 play card i would I would consider that because it's like, all right, this person could be a legit 75% person where they're consistently going, you know, 14, 15 or so out of 20, you know, and, and that might, that winning percentage will add up in the long run. 
But for the most part, well, I would think you would be that person who would have 75%. So like lately on college, you could easily pull, you could easily pull that grift on me, Scott. Like you could say like, Hey, uh, you know, if you want me to fill out your card for you, I'll do it. And I'd be like, great. (laughs) Like on college football lately, I've been the last couple of weeks or so I've been around like 65, 66% of my picks, which is like Mm -hmm. really, really, really good. But I would not feel confident being like, oh, yeah, like selling on the people. And like I hit one this last weekend where Alabama lost in a huge upset. I had the other team money line. I only put five bucks on it, but it paid back like 45 bucks. (laughs) It was insane. I was like, so it's like I'm pretty good with some of those. But it's like I also like take a lot of shots. And so and Mm -hmm. I I keep my bets small for the most part so I can play. I would rather do a hundred dollars worth on 15 games. Than taking a hundred dollars and splitting it between two games or four games, you know. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just get more. Right. I have more fun out of it that way. More bang for your buck. Yeah, exactly. But it's just it's just funny to me. Like, yeah, like like you said, like like half the fun of it for me is like sitting there Friday night, like and Saturday night, like the night before calls or pro, being like, all right, do I have everything in? I want to have in for tomorrow. Like, all right, and then if these morning games go good, I'm gonna get in on this in the afternoon. But I'm not sold on it until I'm already up, you know. Or whatever, you know? And like that's the fun of it to me. I I don't know. Like it's 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 like a uh, fox hunting or whatever. It's the thrill of the chase. It's not about catching the fox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just the thrill of the chase is what we're after. You know, it's the sweat. It's getting it on. But no, it's funny. Uh, one of the random bets I did this weekend was uh. That what there is was... that noise? Is there like a wrapper or something? Yeah, the taco sauce packet that I found over here that I was throwing over. Uh, okay, I keep hearing that. <laughs> that that's man, my mic's pretty good. Um, no, like uh, so I saw this bet and I was like, I think it was Saturday, like late Saturday night, and I was just smoking weed, like kind of like just really high, sitting there my my couch, and I noticed. Is it plus one twenty five? So if you put down ten bucks, you get back twelve. You'd win twelve fifty, and uh, it was there would be more over. It was over under, and so it was like the the number was at four and a half. Do you think there's going to be more than four and a half missed extra points, or less than mixed ex, four and a half mixed extra points? And the over had at plus one twenty five. That's juice odds, and I was like, I can't. I'm like, I was just sitting there when I saw that. I was like, you know, every week I sit here and bitch to Jen that none of these like kickers are always missing easy kicks i'm all you know i'm gonna go for it i'll put a couple bucks on this at, at the over four and a half i hit that 30 minutes into the morning game sunday i shit you not they set a record this weekend one even happened last night in the monday night game they set a record for most missed extra points in the history of the nfl on a weekend there was Whoa. 13 over the course of sunday and monday it was the most insane thing so it's like I hit it pretty early in the day, and I had mentioned to a couple friends on Twitter that I had placed that bet. And then for the rest of the day, I was getting tagged in so many posts every time another one got missed. And they're like, how did you know this is going to happen today? I was like, it just seemed like a fun one to bet on, really. Like, it had good odds. And more important, it's like, it's funny every time someone scores a touchdown, you're rooting for them to miss the kick. Like, it's just a funny thing to root for. Like, (laughs) Yeah. So I'm starting to realize maybe my gambling angle should be more based on a comedic approach. Yeah. Like, what's the funniest fucking thing I can bet on? (laughs) (laughs) That's still profitable? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Make make a little money. Ooh, that's, I mean, I feel like that's, like, the only thing. It'd be hard to think of other examples like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, uh, oh, here's one I like. One time in a... World, it was like what was it, the Giants Royals World Series? 
me and our, my buddy Ryan Kramer of uh, Sean's Coast on the Sports Gambling Podcast, he and I, <laughs> this is like one of the most degen things I've bet, but the first pitch, first called pitch in the World Series game, balls or stri- uh, ball or strike. And ball got like, was actually, like, because usually people try and throw strikes early in the count, right? So I was like, you got a little bit of odds in your favor if you pick ball. And so me and Kramer are sitting there, and you know how umpires, when there's a ball, they don't really do anything. If there's a strike, they do, Whoa! when there's a ball, they just sit there. And sometimes they'll do a late strike call. Like, so, you're like, so first batter comes up, first pitch of the game, line drive hit to the to right field. And we're like, okay, well, that's not, you know, first called pitch. And the next guy comes up. It's like low, a little low, a little outside, but it was like it could have been either way. And we're sitting there waiting for the call. And we see there's no call. We're like, yeah. And it's like I had like 50 bucks on just the first pitch is going to be on ball or a strike. And I mean, I won it, but I was like, this is the dumbest thing just, just to get some quick action out the gate on this game. You know, it's like, <laughs> it is so fucking silly. Okay. Um, speaking of silly bets, see, this segues perfectly into this final segment of the show where we're going to find the dumbest thing you can bet on this week on mybookie.com. And okay. uh, I, I, I am a huge fan of my sponsor, mybookie.com. I've had an account there before they even became a sponsor for me. And look at their current promo on there is deposit a thousand, get free $20. Hell no. You use my promo code deposit a thousand, you get 500 free dollars. That's the Bowser promise. Okay. So I am seeing baseball, of course, college football, UFC, the WNBA. Oh, that's, that's intriguing. Um, but I am going to go way deep into it, and we are going to go to the world of eSports. Oh. Yeah. So these guys are betting on, it looks like a Riot World Championship. Cricket. Uh, it's, is cricket yeah. on there too right now? Yeah. Oh, cricket's a fun one. Table tennis, Yeah, politics. I did table tennis last week. So we're going to do uh, League of Legends odds here in the uh, eSports. Uh, now, Hanwha Life Exports is going against Royal Never Give Up. Hanwha Life eSports is a, a plus 184 underdog. Royal Never Give Up at minus 277. Um. Yeah, I, I I would go with the favorite there. Royal never give up. That seems right. Now I'm looking at these, these just these names for these. E's. I can't get into esports. I'm just I'm figuring this out right now because how am I going to really LNG esports? Okay, Mad Lions. That's a cool name. Um, Fun Plus Phoenix. Like, am I really going to bet on something named Fun Plus Phoenix? That sounds like the dumbest thing on the planet. Like a Canada football league name what yeah. I, i'm sorry forgive me what what exactly is esports video games oh, okay but okay. it's like the You're competitive betting on video games yeah it's betting on people betting like that are playing like these competitive like wow like wow big video games wow. uh the luxor here actually has a huge esports like like the largest esports fucking gaming area in the world where like these huge big money tournaments and contests go down it's well, pretty like professional professional video game players will show down. Yeah. So okay. 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 So here here's my big pick. I'm gonna go with uh here's my big long shot for this Riot World Championships in esports. I got Detonation Focus Me over Edward Gaming 
as a plus 443 fucking underdog. So that's, you put 10 bucks on that here at my bookie, that's going to pay you back $54.30. And that's the Bowser long shot stupid bet of the week. <laughs> Are you actually doing it? Are you placing that bet? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to get it in. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to see if the line changes. <laughs> I might be able to get it in a better number. I think this is until uh, tomorrow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's tomorrow's action. So let me know what happens. Yeah, you know, like uh, it's a it's a wild, wild world in, in the world of uh, esports and the gen. One thing I, I've, I've become a fan of uh, betting on that's like, okay, why am I fucking doing this? But uh, the late night trotters, the har- the harness races, you know those. Oh. Where they, uh-uh. like, it's like horse races, but they the guys sit in the little like fucking like we used to call them, me and my friends used to call them the chariot races, but they sit in the little like buggies behind the horse. Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> like a chariot race. Yeah, and like the funny thing about those is, is like, cause like a horse race, like I, I mean, I'm not saying I, oh I can I can fucking predict the horse race, but like I understand like a horse can make a run late, you know, like it's a horse passing other horses is, is within reason, but like. Passing a horse trying to pass another carriage, oh, that's hard around those final turns. So it's like if you get one of these that just gets out in front and the lead in front of everybody, they can almost slow down, <laughs> like because it's so, it's so hard to get past these things. It's free, it's yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious. So it's like I'm always betting like weird. But like the first time we ever I ever saw any of my me or any of my friends bet one of these things was uh my buddy. We were out in Laughlin. It was like my 28th birthday, and we were out there for March Madness. My buddy Dave. uh Dave Hernandez, shout out, buddy, uh, old school friend from Whittier. He he fucking uh, he was like, dude, the odds on this horse up there are ridiculous. He's like, I got to go bet on it. It's all it just seems too good to be true. It's like they're giving you money away on that. He's all, I'm gonna go bet it. So he goes up, places bet, and it was one of those things where you have to bet like fifty bucks to win ten. So I want to say okay. he threw like hundred and fifty on it to just win thirty bucks. He's like, oh, it'll be the easiest thirty bucks I've made all weekend. Yeah, for sure. So these things start going around the track and it's getting to the final stretch. And this thing's got a, the lead by a mile. And he's like, they're going, he's going. And then it's like, he's still going. And he didn't know, we didn't know that they do two laps and not one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it just completely fucking like, it, it was so funny. And then it did go around and it did win, but it was like watching him win and then have it taken away from him in like the span of like two seconds. It was so fucking, <laughs> so fucking hilarious. Weird. I didn't know there were races like that. Oh yeah, I watched an uh, an Indian relay a couple weeks ago where uh, there's like six horses and like these two guys, like four guys, they each have like six horses and they do like a lap around and they hop off. It's, it's sponsored by like in, like one of these indigenous tribes in like like the Oklahoma area, I think it was, and mm-hmm. like they like they do like they've been doing this since like the days of the Great Plains, you know, tribes, and they do like a lap and then they jump off the horse, get onto another horse. And they do a lap on around on that one, and then they get off that, and then jump onto another horse, and they keep going in this weird. Wow! Relay. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's not necessarily, but it's not about the fastest horse or the fastest jockey. It's about the combination. Yeah, and like uh, they gotta like they, it's funny because like you know you normally jockeys dress like jockeys. These dudes just wear like t-shirts and jeans, 
It's just like regular dudes, and they're like regular size too. It's not like like jockeys are all these they're tiny little guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. Like just it's like it's like we were like we were sitting there watching, but Kramer just goes, "Hey, what the fuck are these dudes? What the fuck kind of horse race is this?" And we're like, "Those guys are dressed like jockeys. What the fuck's going on here?" It's just pretty <laughs> fucking funny. But all right, it's time for me to get going. Uh, Tamara, thank you much for joining the show this week. Uh, thank you. You got for anything? You got anything you want to plug here coming up? You can just follow me on TikTok at Hey Tamara. All right. The TikTok machine over there. And uh, you can also follow the show um, on Instagram and Twitter at LuxOpsPod. And I got some big news coming up that I'm sorting out in the next couple of weeks. So keep, make sure you keep following us to get all the updates on the shit that's coming up. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Tamara. And uh, we're coming up on one year here in a few weeks. And so I'm going to kind of do like a, and then, but then the hundredth episode is going to be like right after that. So I think I'm going to be doing something big for that. But for those of you who've been around this whole year or so, fucking A, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And I will, I will keep bringing the DGen content each and every week. Thank you so much, everybody. God bless you and keep gambling.